Now in year number six, it's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels. Everybody sit back and enjoy a chat about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Thanks for listening, everybody, and I do hope you'll share it with your friends and family. Cheers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 300 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels, coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio, and I'm glad that you're listening. I am absolutely stoked to be doing my Carlton preview uh, this year. Um, yeah, I still have that little grudge about them hiring Michael Voss before the grand final knocked me off of an episode of the Sporting Capital. Yeah, I'm over it. Okay, he's done a great job for them. But I'm absolutely stoked about... Uh, having my guest back with me. He's been a great friend of the podcast, an absolute pillar of Carlton football. Do we call him royalty? But he's somebody who has been such a huge advocate for this club, such a promoter of this club since I've been following the game, and I'm sure much longer than that. And that is uh, Terry Degani from Blue Abroad. And I'm absolutely thrilled to be sitting down with Terry again here uh, to preview the Blues for this year. Now, folks, just a reminder, July 2024, I am coming to Australia, and I would love to meet you. I'm going to be spending probably the bulk of my time in Victoria this trip. That means I hope to make more than one. We'll see if my wife lets me. She doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can go ahead and say that. Um, but uh, I'm absolutely thrilled. Of course, I'm hoping to see the Cats play as many times as I, as I can, at least three, maybe four if I get the trip to uh, Tasmania uh, to go see them play the Ruse, although I may be making the trek over to Adelaide to see the Crows and the Hawks instead because uh, I'd like to see, you know, another community uh, footy-wise as well during the trip. But, hey, if you want to help out the podcast and help out on the trip, you certainly can. You can click on that Buy Me a Coffee button over on my website, yankonthefooty.com, or if you want to check out some uh, gear for the podcast, uh, you can check out my Redbubble store page also on my website, yankonthefooty.com. You can get on the mailing list so when new episodes come out. If you enjoy the podcast, you enjoy the show, you can leave a review over there as well. All my socials are linked there, so if you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. You can uh, get over on my YouTube channel as well. Look for my name, Craig Wessels, and give me a subscribe there. I've got uh, about 160 of my episodes up over there, and I'm starting to put the new ones up as they become available. So I'm trying to put all the new ones up there and going back and backfilling a lot of the interviews that I've done in the past. So there's a lot of old interviews that are there as well that I've uh, that I've converted into uh, YouTube episodes as well. So I hope you'll check those out if you enjoy um the program through YouTube. Now, today's club of the episode, staying with the Blues theme, they are the Katani Blues of the Ellens Bank and District Football League. And the senior footballers, they begin their preseason training on 7 February and the senior netballers on 11 February. Now, they trained, of course, during the springtime up through about mid-December and took a little bit of time off, and they're getting back at it here very soon. Now, I absolutely loved seeing uh, the stuff that I saw posted on their on their Facebook page. It, it's it's I say this all the time. Local footy is the hub, at least from what I have noticed around the wheel that is the uh, the local community around which it rotates, whether it be footy, netball, soccer, basketball, all of those things that kind of fall cricket. I should I'm watching a lot of cricket. I almost forgot to mention that. Uh, but I love their Christmas posts in terms of what do you what what would you like Santa to bring you or who's more likely to get a lump of coal, that type of thing. 
absolutely love seeing those kinds of things. It just, it's, it almost makes me feel like I get to be just a tiny, tiny part of the community and get to sit in on those kinds of things. Um, so they do open up their footy season on 6 April against, I believe, Longwary, if I read correctly. Uh, I liked how they were doing the reveal. They were filling out a whiteboard with the names of each of the clubs they were playing. Um, and it was great to see on their social media as I was looking through that back in November during their training sessions that Jai Newcomb from Hawthorne had stopped by for a visit with the club. Now, I don't know if, if Jai Newcomb has a uh, track record with this club. I'm not sure if this is, I don't think this is where he played his, uh, his younger footy, but maybe it was. But I do want to wish the Blues the absolute best in 2024. Hope you have a fantastic season. It was great checking out your social media. I appreciate that. Let's go ahead and jump into my chat with my mate, Terry Degani. Uh, like I said, an absolute friend of the podcast. Terry has been wonderful. Can't wait to talk to him again. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am absolutely, I'm going to use the technical term here, chuffed to be joined uh, by my mate, Terry Degani, back for another year to talk everything Carlton Blues. He uh, is extraordinarily happy. I think he's got a very confident look on his face right here and uh you know, uh, got his stronger together shirt in the background there with Michael Jordan getting ready to leap off the uh, the wall and jump onto the other wall there. Mr. Degani, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing very well. I'm very rested and very ready for the footy to come back into my life. Yes. So, how are you doing with? Uh, are you, do you get caught up in the cricket at all during the? Uh, off-season from footy, is cricket something that you pay much attention to? You know, traditionally, I don't watch cricket, but for some reason this year, I've gotten into it a little bit more. I went to the Boxing Day test, so okay. that probably helped. And yeah, it's uh, I keep an eye on it. I'm not passionate about it, but it's yeah. just more so something to just get me by until, until the real thing begins. Well, it's been... It has become... Probably the thing I'm watching the second most besides footy now. It's been, it's crazy. I mean, I don't watch, you know, I don't watch a whole lot of the NFL. I'll watch the local team play. I don't watch much college football. I'll, I'll watch the local team play and basketball, hockey, those kinds of things. I don't watch at all. So I've been, I've been watching a lot of the T20 cricket rather. I've watched one test match and it's a, it's a completely different animal than t20 cricket it's 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 like it's almost a different game because the the batsmen are nowhere near as aggressive as they are in t20 cricket because it's it's a lot of let's just you know keep the keep the ball away from the wicket keep the ball away from the wicket there's a ball i can hit you know it's uh and and do something with it's just it's a completely it's um to to uh paraphrase a uh, a comic who was joking about our former president bush from years ago there's one word about that about that game strategery <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i but i've really gotten into watching the t20 stuff i'm enjoying that i'm watching that from all over the world and the, you know the big bash league as well so it's on most mornings when i get to my classroom before the school day starts so but we're here to talk your carlton blues and the season didn't end the way you wanted it to last year, but you got closer than a lot of other clubs did, and they probably would have been thrilled to trade places with you. Yes, indeed. Uh, if you had said 
to me halfway through the year, how would you like the season to end? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure all of us would have taken a preliminary final finish. So look, it was it was the year that they finally did it and stepped into contention. I think right, that's right. what it'll be summarized as. Yeah, I mean, losing eight eight out of nine in the middle of the season uh, did not bode well. And, you know, it, you know, this is a club that uh, on paper could be, should be, you know, a, a, a top, I would say you could argue a top four side in 2024. Um, and again, you have to play the games, but on paper, they could certainly be a top four side. They, you know, they finished a couple points, you know, well, 10 points outside of the top four, but still a club that, most other teams are not going to want to face in the finals because of the the amount of talent that they happen to have there. The amount of talent, the amount of support that they get, the amount of seats that they fill up. Um, It's been a, it's a look, Carlton is a sleeping giant and Mm -hmm. the hope is that it's, it's awake and we're about to step into a nice little period of time, you know, three, four, five, however long it is, six years, hopefully longer. Uh, of a bit of a, a window where they've got the ability to to win the premiership, and you know, hopefully, hopefully this is the year. But yeah, it's it's been a journey, that's for sure. To be talking about them in this vein, it's been a journey. It's it's it because you you've spent many years up until really the the, the Voss era treading water swimming with a you know a, a concrete you're holding onto a concrete block in many ways because you couldn't get above the surface and now you you've jettisoned that and you're i think you can safely say you're 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 comfortably above the surface of the water it's just whether or not you can find the ladder and actually climb out of the water and get back up to the diving board if you will to make that leap if you will to the next to the next level although i guess you'd be leaping the wrong direction on the ironing board that's a really or ironing board the the diving board it's a really bad metaphor Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know a whole heck of a lot about the, you know, the, the, the young players you brought in, but, you know, you brought in, you know, one of the, you know, the, the most beautiful names in footy this year with Orazio Fantasia, you know, uh, which, you know, uh, you know, Brian Taylor is going to be thrilled to be covering Carlton games now because, you know, that's a name he absolutely loves. Um, oh, he does it a, uh. He he represents Orazio very well as a yeah. commentator, does Brian? We I did a preview uh, for Brisbane just a little while ago this evening, and and his name came up after the announcement that the uh, that the, the league is no longer going to be providing the players' weights in any of the information, which we thought was really interesting. And as you know, we, we speculated whether or not, you know, roaming Brian's going to also have to turn into a carny Barker dragging one of those scales around going, I think you're 78 kilos hop on and you're going to win a prize. That sort of thing. <laughs> Guess the weight with Brian Taylor. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know why. I, I don't know why that I just thought that'd be the kind of thing that he'd want to do. Cause it just, you know, he just seems to be like, you know, to take on that kind of persona when he goes down into the, into the, uh, the changing rooms and that sort of thing. But you know, you, you lost a, you know, a a big name, you know, in terms of of Carlton f- footy with you know Ed Kernow retiring, and you know you had another name that was a very high draft pick, but could never just get himself established in your side, in Patty Dow. 
And while you may hate to lose that depth, are you are you kind of in a way somewhat happy for him to see him maybe get an opportunity to to have the career that that he is maybe capable of having, even though it's with a different club? Definitely. Yeah, I wish all of them the best, really. Mm-hmm. Everyone who's left, uh, I think especially, you know, Paddy Dow, Zach Fisher, Plowman, mm-hmm. uh, Ed Kerner, these types, uh, you know, this part of the list was one where, you know, during the early years of the rebuild, these were the names. These were the names right, that had right. been put up as they would hopefully help lead us to the top. Um, and, you know, the the fairy tale ending wasn't to be for, for these guys, but you still develop a, an appreciation. You know, in Melbourne, you're so close to them. You could see them anywhere, really. Right. Um, if you go to the club just for a coffee, you know, you, chances are you're going to see them. It's it's an interesting dynamic. But, yeah, I wish them all the best, all of them, uh, no doubt. And, and And that's one of the things that, you know, I am planning on being there for the month of July this year. Now that's um, exciting. Yeah. My, my wife, th- you know, I, I plan on being there for a month. She thinks I only need to be there for three weeks, but Oof. since, uh, you know, and I just don't think I can do everything that I want to do in three weeks. And I, and I don't plan on, you know, spending a, a lot of money. I've been looking at Airbnbs. Uh, um, you know, I've had many people who have said, who have said that over the years, Hey, if you, if you ever come, if you ever come to, Australia, I'd love to take you to a game. So I've been telling people, hey, said, hey, you know what? Uh, I'll take you up on it now that I'm going to hopefully be there. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping to see the Cats play a few times. You know, the way I'm looking at it, I'm. It's looking like round 17 through 20. So, you know, they'd be the Cats at home against Hawthorne at the MCG with the Magpies back home against the Bulldogs. And then that last week, it, plus going to as many other games as I possibly can as well. And then that last week, I've got a choice to make. Do I, you know, rent a car and make the drive to Adelaide to go see Hawthorne play the Crows and just, you know, make that drive along the coastline? Because I think, you know, I've heard that, you know, even though it'll be wintertime, it'd still be a beautiful drive to make. Or do I go see the Cats play one more time down in Hobart against the Ruse? So I've got, it's a lot wow, of. Wow, mate, this, this has been years in the making. Yeah, it has. I mean, it has. To, to, to be having this conversation with you, I mean, I remember the first interview that we did i remember you talking about potentially doing that one you know uh-huh. one day and it, it's just cool to you know be here in the moment and it's happening well i i worked i worked a lot of hours last summer and i'm going to work a lot of hours before i would be coming over this summer to set aside some extra money my my youngest child just graduated from college she's got a job in fact my wife and i we sat down uh about three weeks ago when she got this new job and we realized Wow, our kids are making more money than we are. Mission accomplished. Uh, that's what you want to have happen in life. You want your kids to be successful. So, boom, they've done it. So, you know, we can, uh, you know, maybe do maybe do some fun stuff. So, I, I like I said, I'm hoping to spend 28 days there roughly. Um, yeah, I was looking at flying out on the 1st and flying back on the 31st. And uh, I just have to talk her into it. So, but uh, well, we should have see. to come for we 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 must go and get a coffee. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I, and, yeah. And I, and, and I want to go visit as many clubs as I can. And once I, you know, once I, you know, I've been shopping for flights and once I actually purchase my tickets, I actually have to renew my passport as well. I then want to reach out to clubs and hopefully set things up where I can come in for a visit and maybe conduct, you know, do some interviews or that sort of thing with, you know, especially, you know, 
with the cats, of course. Uh, but I mean, I, I would love to talk to whomever I could get access to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know when I'll get back, but, uh, I did kind of freak her out where I told her, I said that, you know, once I do this, I said, maybe after I retired a few years, maybe I want to head over there for about six weeks and make the drive around the M1, just go all the way around the country. <laughs> and she's like, I don't think you're going to do that. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Yeah. It'd be a heck of a lot. It'd be a heck of a lot of fun. And just, do, you know, like just a footy journey or all the way around, you know, or, or I guess cricket once you got up to the Northern territory. So, but looking at your club, for this year, you know, I, and again, I, I, I think we can safely, and yes, there's a pretty, pretty, I don't want to say scary, but a, a worrisome injury that took place in the last day or so, uh, with, with young Mr. Wiedering. Um, I did see there was a, 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 a calf issue. I don't know how bad it is, but, uh, it's got to make you a little nervous. It's the first test of mm-hmm. the season uh it was interesting when i got the notification i you know i was just walking into the living room and it was the first moment of oh okay it's real yeah. uh we had been doing pretty well we had a pretty quiet we usually get a christmas week injury that's what i'm used to seeing so you know it's not ideal it's not the worst right right but it's also a i believe i mean i've said this to you as well i believe you know weedering to me is our most important player because mm-hmm. there's no one that can do what weedering can do right right for sure he's just yeah he's an important piece but that's footy yeah. it happens yeah it happens and and you know how and and as you said nobody can do what he does but how important is it to have a healthy zach williams coming back into the side this year yeah it's important as well um, just because I know that that's an area where he can improve, uh, you know, that transition mm-hmm. from defensive possessions to offensive possessions and what he can do for us, you know, moving forward right, on the field. Right, right. So yeah, he, he is an important piece, no doubt. So but weedering is weedering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um what are your expectations this year? Cause you know, you have to, I, I know you're, you're cautiously optimistic. You know, you, I don't think anybody, you know, I don't think a, you know, a Brisbane supporter or even a, a Collingwood supporter and, you know, and I have to go on record. I didn't even pick Collingwood to play finals last year. Uh, so I really got that one wrong. Um, you know, a, a Brisbane supporter, you know, probably a Carlton supporter are not going to be so bold to say, well, yeah, we're, we're definitely winning the grand final. We're playing in the grand final. I don't think they're necessarily going to do that, but, but you have an idea of where you think you're going to slot in. So what are your expectations for this club? What are you, what are you thinking? This is definitely going to happen or this is going to happen. I mean, I look, I, my expectations can only truly be for them to be at their best mm-hmm. um, for as long as possible. You know, this group to me can win the premiership. So therefore, uh, I think they're capable of of sitting in that top four. And, you know, I still remember the final siren of the preliminary final and just thinking straight away how much of a difference it would have made if it was played at the MCG, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So the idea is you've got to set yourself up. Um, so you got to get in the top four. got to get to preliminary final week. And then to be honest, you know, who can expect anything after that? It's just... It's so hard to win a premiership. Um, I've realized how hard it was just to make the finals. And so to go that next level, it's difficult. 
Um, but uh, yeah, look, I expect us to be contending. I expect us finals for sure. Mm-hmm. At least one final. You got to make a finals run. I think that's the summary. Right, right. And I and I and I think they will I think they will do that. Now, so so what are what are the things and I've asked you this last year, but what are the things that you if you see them you're going to go uh-oh, this is not exactly going the way that I was hoping. <laughs> it's an interesting question because one thing I've learned well, I've learned many things, but one of the things I've learned particularly from last year is you you can be at the worst possible position and what you think should happen in order for, um, you know, this to happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're sitting with four and a half wins after 13 rounds last year in the bottom four. And, you know, so I, for me, I'm hoping I don't see a, you know, eight of nine losing run. <laughs> that would, that would scare me, but I, I I've got confidence that the group can get themselves out of seemingly anything. Um, but yeah, I, I just want to see us playing instinctive football. I think when we're instinctive and we're committed defensively, we're really hard to beat. Mm-hmm. That's I I agree with you there, and and you know, you got uh, you know great pair of you know big forwards to just you know help just pepper the goal sticks with uh, you know with 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 shots. I mean, it's uh, I I think that just about any other club in the comp would would be willing to trade forward structures with you, probably even trade midfields with you as well, uh, <laughs> to be completely you know, honest. It's, it's interesting because that's probably the area of the field that hasn't yet found its itself. I mm-hmm. think the defense is pretty set. I think the midfield now is pretty set, particularly once we took care of the wing positions over the last few years. And now the forwards, I think the pieces are there, right? but they just haven't themselves clicked. And, you know, if, we're talking about games where Charlie and Harry are both having four to five to six shots on goal each. That's where we've got to get to. We've got to be efficient to set right. those uh, opportunities up. And I think that's when it, you know, I think the idea of Carlton being scary is when we figure out the forwards and they're both able to fire on any given night. And, you know, that, that that's, that's what our best could be. Yeah. And I, I'm looking at your, uh, your first five this year, you know, you start on the road, I believe, at Brisbane. But then you've got arguably two games in a row that you probably should win. You could maybe argue the third because you've got Richmond and then North Melbourne and Fremantle and then Adelaide. And, and Fremantle is a bit of an enigma. You know, they, they, you on paper, you look at that club and you go, damn, these, these guys should be, you know, a top six side. But then you know that's it. There's there was an old classic gangster movie from that had Robert De Niro in it from back in the early '70s called The Gang That Couldn't Shoot Straight. Uh, and they t- they tend to turn into that far too often. Yeah, I mean that's part of their. I know what that's like. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get it. It's I, I guess it's just part of it's part of the journey for them. Um, yeah. yeah. And you know you're you're doubling up against. You know, you got North, you've got Richmond, and I think this is going to be, a, I think Richmond's rebuild is is starting this year. Um, you know, I, I, and again, anything could happen, but I don't see them playing finals this year. Yeah. I, I just, I just don't. Um, you know, you've got, you've got three clubs that I think are going to play finals. One that could possibly, 
you know, the cats, I, I don't think they're going to this year. And I, and you I say that as a twice, mate, it's going to yeah, be, yeah, you got the cats twice. You got, port, you got port, you got GWS, you've got Collingwood twice. Yep. Um, and I didn't even look to see D is Carlton making the trip down to Geelong this year. No, we are no, not. They're not. Okay. I did Two see games at the MCG. Yeah. Hawthorne is Hawthorne is this year. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Hawthorne, I think, is, and I think Essendon is this year again, I believe, I think. Um, Looking after you guys over there, mate. Let yeah. Play those well, they're going to need those, you know, I think, to, to, <laughs> to be there to, you know, try to, you know, to, on that cow paddock, as some people like to call it there. But, you know, um, yeah, I, I think that first five there, you, you, you could realistically be three and two, four and one coming out of those. I mean, yeah, you certainly could be five and oh as well, but I, I think that, you know, I think Adelaide's going to be an improved side this year. And, you know, let's be honest, they should have played finals last year. Indeed. Um, you know, I, I still, we're worried about all these things around the margins and yet we still don't have the, still don't have in place the things that could definitively, definitively determine what is or what is not a goal. You know, and I've, I've advocated for, you know, putting like a, on top of the posts, like, you know, like you see these, these lights that are, that, that shoot up these beams into the sky mm -hmm. have something like that on the posts that project another 50, hundred feet, whatever into the air above the post that if you know, you see, you can see then the ball on whichever side of that light beam or going through the light beam, you know, and you're going to be able to determine that. And this is not taking a shot at Sydney, but uh, you know, the crows, you know, and I think even Port Adelaide supporters would say, yeah, the Crows should have played finals last year. Wouldn't have wanted them to win, but they think they should have been there. Yeah, look, we're going to get a pissed off Adelaide and they've got that <laughs> anger and that weight to carry through the preseason. So yeah. Yeah. any yeah. chance that I'm, I mean, any chance I see that we're playing them is I expect them to be, yeah, really good this year. Now, do you see anybody pushing their way into the 22 on a regular basis that has not been there for you do you see anybody seizing a spot that hasn't been there or do you think the regulars are kind of locked in as long as they're healthy well zach williams the obvious one right okay that's true yeah one that i think yep so there's him um i think Corey durden if he stays healthy he will lock himself in the side because michael voss loves the way he goes about it, he's a defensive first forward mm -hmm. uh, who can kick some goals. He's, he's pretty fearless on the field as well. So I think he can. And then I think Brody Kemp can as well. He kind of did in 2023, but I think he can consolidate that. Okay. Okay. And then, you know, the imagination turns you to Orazio Fantasia. And, you know, if he can get, healthy consistently for the entire year. I right, think he right. could also be in the 22, you know, or at least so there's, you a know, few, there's a few ifs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's a, that's a, a good problem to have, you know, maybe he be, maybe he uh, has to change his name to Patty Dow. And he's just, <laughs> he's just the point where I'm healthy, but I just can't break, just can't break the lineup. I'm not on the list. You know, they, they, they left my magnet back at the training at the training ground. So I didn't get, I didn't get to come along this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
the world moved on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, this, this injury with, with weedering, I mean, you said it didn't seem like it was too bad, but I mean, they're going to shut him down for a while. I would assume just to make sure that this thing gets healthy, but, uh, have you heard anything about any kind of timetable that, that, that they've reported on that at all, but, or, or that, is that something that still is so fresh that they've not really made the determination yet? The closest thing I've seen is six to eight weeks. It hasn't okay. come from the club, but roughly two months. It, okay. it seems like it's a, it's on the serious side. So, so he some... may be missing two, three games to start yeah. the year, maybe four. Um, so Which, yeah. yeah, Joe Danaher is very happy about that. Unfortunately, Joe Danaher will be stoked. So we'll, you know who else will? Tom Lynch will be stoked. Ah, oh. yeah. Uh. Well, he's well, got to right, he, he's got to prove that he's healthy though too, because you know he that's true. He, you know he had some you know he had some serious issues last year as well. But yeah, you know which and again that leads me to the you know the question I saw a uh, an article on Code Sports there from the end of the year, uh, and you know. You, you can't put your players in bubble wrap. Okay. They're athletes. They're going to train. They're going to do things. But when you see Charlie Kernow going out and doing things that are not footy related, does it make you nervous? Cause he went and participated uh, right before the new year in a, like a celebrity or a, a charity cricket event. Um, and I see, there's a picture of him with his brother, Ed and with uh, Travis Boak. Uh, and uh, Boke was playing for Torquay, and they were playing for is it Jan Juke, J U J A N J U C. Yeah. I don't. Okay. Jan Juke. Okay. Um, but uh, he got what they call a uh, what would they call it? The uh, the, 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 the gold, the golden duck, I guess. Yeah. Out for so, a golden duck. Yeah. yeah. So I was wondering, you know, do you do you think Vossy got in touch with the umpires at that and said, hey? Hundred bucks if you just call an LBW on him, even if the ball doesn't hit him. Just get him the hell out of there, <laughs> telling him to go sit down and watch. <laughs> you just got to wrap him up. Nah, look, Charlie's <laughs> been a journey with Charlie. There was always, uh, you know, trepidation um, going into preseasons with him, and if he would get back on the field. But mm -hmm. uh, it's so hard. Like, you, can you really expect them not to go out there and, you know, have fun and and train? Right, right. I mean, they're training, yeah. they're, you know, exercising and. You know, accidents happen, and hopefully, he's Charlie's lived through. It, it, I'm hoping that he's lived through the all the accidents that he would have in a career in a shortened period of time in two years, because it just seemed go. like, uh, you know, one thing after another. Um, but yeah, nah. Look, Charlie's Charlie, and mm -hmm. we don't need him to be anyone else but Charlie. And I think he himself knows what to do and what not to do. You know, I think that, and you're right. I don't, I don't think he's playing any more basketball right now. I think he's decided yeah, I'm, nah. I'm done with that. I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go watch the NBL. I'll, I'll, I'll get the game pass for the NBA and watch a game here and there, but I'm not going to, not going to play with any more round balls like that. So yeah. I think that's well, probably time a good adds thing. education and time adds wisdom. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what is your bold prediction for the club? What is the thing that you want to, you want to just, you know, kind of plant your flag and say, Okay, I said plant your flag, uh, and, and, and say this is going to happen this year. And I don't know if you've done this yet on your show, um, but uh, I imagine you will be soon, or you could, you know, put it out here and go. Okay, that was a really dumb one. I'll change it up, and we actually do that one here in a couple of weeks. Well, Jacob Wiedering will be an All Australian. There's the one. 
is okay. one. I've got a, oh man, I've got a couple, but I I I think that's I know that the news that we've just been re- given isn't great for him, but I I still think that gives him plenty of time to do it. Uh, yeah, so I think Jacob Wiedering, all Australian. Okay, so who is in the, who's in the top four this year? Have you thought about your top? Have you thought about your your ladder predictions yet? And I don't and I don't necessarily want to you know spoil them if you still are going to be working on those for your show, your own show. You don't That's have okay. to. Okay, I to be honest, I haven't, I haven't, but I think Carlton will be so in no particular order. I think Carlton will be in the top four. I think Brisbane will be in the top four. I think the Swans will be in the top four. Ooh. And I think Collingwood. Did I say Collingwood? Yeah, you, just that time you did. Yeah, you said Carlton yeah. and Brisbane and Sydney. And Carlton, Brisbane, Collingwood. Sydney, Collingwood. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I haven't. I. I haven't thought about mine yet, but I. I. I'll tell you off air. But I. I have a very bold prediction on a team that I think is going to drop out of the eight, and one that I think is going to come into the eight. Oof. Yeah, and it's like the one that's going to drop out. People are going to just think that I'm nuts for even saying it. Okay. But I, I just, I think it, and it's not Carlton. Um, even, right. even though, even though, even though I have to say it, they didn't wait until that Monday after the grand final to hire Michael Voss. He wasn't taking a job anywhere else. They, but they, they, you know, it only cost me, you know, a chance to be on the on the uh, Sporting Capital Radio Show. So it's just that little <laughs> small grudge that I hold because I was supposed to be and on I, that Thursday morning, and I got it. I got that's... up at like four o'clock, and there was an email. Well, the Blues hired Michael Voss today, so we're going to be talking about that today. We'll get back with you. They never got back with me. Welcome so. to the reality of the league, my friend. And yes, that is yes. Carlton ruled the world. There, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So um, the season ends for Carlton. Whatever round that happens to have in happen in, if it's a you know, prelim, if it's the end of the grand final, what does the headline in the newspaper say after Carlton's last game this year? Sweet 17. <laughs> Will this be their 17th premiership? Correct. Okay. Okay. I, I like, I like that. You know, that, you know, cause they, they, you know, the, is that a, is that a thing like the sweet 16 birthday thing? Is that a thing in Australia? So it's I, not, it just sounds good. Okay. Cause I was going to say, cause here in the U S the sweet 16 is kind of like the 16th birthday is kind of a big thing. It's kind of like in Mexico, you know, the 15th birthday for girls is a big day. Like what's called a quinceanera. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, I thought, yeah, well, like a s- sweet 16 with like an X through it. And then the 17 next to it, but that would, that's, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a Carlton Collingwood grand final and the blues will beat the pies. Wow. Okay. Okay. You might want to and, come back in September, mate. Well, I, I, I would not be able to get a ticket for that. I will, I would, uh, <laughs> I don't even know you'd be able to get a ticket for that. Could you? Well, yeah, you uh, probably could. Yeah, you I might be can. able to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, before we jump into the little uh, the the blues trivia section here, you've got some stuff going on here in the coming days, and I certainly want to talk about uh, you know blue abroad before we wrap up as well. And uh, are you still involved with the jumper punch as well? You still working on that? Yeah. I'm, okay. I mean, yeah, the jumper punch is uh, you know one of the the shows on the channel. Okay. So, so we actually we had a nice little. Nice little get together the other night, actually. It's good. Okay. So what can we expect from those shows this year? That uh, is anything new, any new segments you've come up with that you're going to be adding in or 
anything like that. There will be a new show on the channel. Okay. Hosted by two familiar faces in the Carlton content creator ecosystem. Okay. I won't reveal who they are because I haven't revealed it to anyone, but I've actually given you the exclusive. So there you okay. go. Okay. Good deal. So that's coming to the channel. Yes. Um, other than that, you know, it's a real long-term focus, always has been. And mm -hmm. it's always about, you know, showing up every week, ticking the boxes and uh, just, you know, ticking off another year and staying consistent. The name of the game is consistency over yes. a long period of time. And uh, yeah, we've got a nice blueprint here. Well, that's a nice little pun there as well. I'll take that one. Nice little blueprint. <laughs> yes, it is. That's uh, I'll take that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, just executing on that again. But within the channel, all the shows will be adding something to improve. Um, you know, everyone's okay. got a really good mindset when it comes to that. And we're all looking to level up and, and just provide the best Carlton content out there. Okay. Okay. I like that. And uh, you are going to recharge your batteries here in the next couple of days. Also, you're heading off to Thailand and uh, going to get some pretty serious workouts in, aren't you? Yeah. So I'm going to do a, a Muay Thai training camp for 21 days it's a, a little little rice field four hours north of bangkok uh, in the middle of absolutely nowhere no distractions and yeah training twice a day yoga pilates the whole lot um it's going to be a something i've always wanted to do always wanted to do and i think it's going to just set up the year because once the footy starts and the season starts uh -huh. you know, for me it's, it's it's pretty hectic on on the on the mind really you know it's we're living in a digital world, notifications and right, you know, right. Your mind, your mind is important, and your, and your mental health is important. So, it's more for my mental health than anything. Yeah, I I find I find where I have trouble with that sometimes also because you know a lot of the stuff that's happening is in the middle of the night for me. So when I, you know, when you get to be as old as I am, there are occasions when you uh, you may wake up for one reason or another in the middle of the night because it's 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 preferable to not waking up in the middle of the night if you know what i mean okay uh, so i <laughs> so i i always find myself uh you know checking my phone and you know 5 minutes turns into a half an hour at wow. you know 2:15 yeah. in the morning and i'm like oh come on now cuz i normally my clock is tip you know during the school year my clock is typically set for 4.15 or 4.30 because I'm usually in my classroom by about 5.15 or 5.30 in the morning, even though the students are in there till a little after eight. I'm there a couple of hours early because I get I get a lot more done in the morning than I do after school. And also, I don't once the school day ends, I'm out of there. I don't stick around. I go home, um, hang out Fair with enough. my dogs. Yeah, that makes you know. sense. Yeah. I mean, I do all my announcing stuff in, in our football and soccer season, though. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's... I guess I have to ask, how did you find this place that is so far removed from, I guess we say civilization, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, just, you know, online, my brother-in-law actually found it. I was looking to go somewhere a little bit more towards uh, the beach mm -hmm. just because I didn't have anything else to consider. And my, my brother-in-law had found this particular uh, location and it was exactly what I, I was looking for. Um, okay. You know, if I'm on the beach, then I've got, you know, temptation and distraction and 
uh, nah, we're it's it's not a holiday, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, well, it's I mean, it it's a different kind of holiday. Yeah, as you said, it, it's it's there to help you sharpen your mind and body. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. preparation. Yeah. We're out yeah. here. I'm out here talking about what I would expect from my football club, you know, to be doing their absolute best to be at their best. So I, I figured, why shouldn't I be doing the same for myself? I like that. So are you going to have somebody that is uh, keep going to keep a dossier? of all of the events that take place while you are gone. And then maybe it will be like in a folder in your, in your email. So you can catch up on it on the flight home. <laughs> no, I'll still be in touch. They've oh, got okay. good internet there. Yeah. I'll okay. still be in touch with, and I'll still be doing some videos <clears throat> as well. Uh, so I, I will have some downtime during the day. Okay. I'll still be keeping in touch with what I need to. It sounds absolutely awesome. Uh, now you've, I know that that many people from Australia do vacation in Thailand because of the close proximity. So is this your, I'm assuming this is not your first trip to Thailand? I usually go to Bali. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I've been to Thailand once. So this is my first time in you know, like 12 years. Yeah. And you're going by yourself? Correct. Okay. I'm going to play that part for my wife because my wife was very concerned about me going to Australia um, you know, by myself. And, she, and this was, this, this, I had this discussion with her, uh, where she, you know, she said, well, what if something happens to you? I said, well, guess what? If I drop dead, guess what? I'm doing exactly what I wanted to be doing. Yeah. Correct. And I, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, for me personally, traveling alone is crucial. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, you know, I really get a lot out of it. I haven't done a lot of it in the last, well, you know, five years, but, yeah. uh, it's important to me. And I, and I, and I told her, I said, you know, if, if something happens, I said, I'll, you know, if, if I can't, if I can't get somebody to sprinkle my ashes down at Cardinia park, I said, maybe I can find a tiger supporter to sprinkle them at Marvel stadium. Cause I know how much they love going there and how much grief I've given them over the last few years about having to make those long trips from punt road all the way over to Marvel stadium, <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> which, you know, I, I've looked at the maps and I know distance wise, how far apart it is. But one of the, one of the things that I want to do, and I don't even know if it's practical to do it because I, I know there are highways in there, but I actually want to walk from the MCG to Marvel stadium and document it while I'm there. So I can call out all those Richmond people who piss and moan about having to go there and thinking this, this 60 year old man from the United States made the walk from the MCG or from punt road to Marvel in however long a half an hour, 45 minutes, y'all could have done it as well. That's a great idea. You should do that. <laughs> so I figure I could record that and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, kind of put that, you know, put that out there and just, yeah. And make even more pe Richmond people mad at me there. So are you ready for a few trivia questions here about your blues before we get out of here? I got about this last year. All right, let's do it on okay. the clock. Okay. How many, I'm just going to ask you, Hunter, how many players for the Blues averaged 20 plus disposals last year? One of them played 12 games and the rest played at least 18 games. How many? Okay. Nine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Walsh, Hewitt, Doherty, Cripps, Akers, Fisher, Newman, Chera, and Saad. Yeah. 
Oh, I got so lucky just That's there. impressive. That's <laughs> impressive. So, Kernow kicked 81 last year. Makai kicked 29. Who was third in goals kicked for your club last year? Matt Owies. Yep. Yep. Now, who kicked the most goals in a single season for the Blues? Ever? Ever. Uh-huh. Oh. It was uh, Soapy Valance. It was not. It was not. Then it must have been Jezelinko. Yes, it was. 115 back in 1970. He had 115 goals and 74 behinds. Wow. Did did he not did was nobody else allowed to kick for a goal for them that year? <laughs> that's a different era, that's for yes, sure. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah. So this player last year, he played 26 games, led the club with 98% time on ground. Waitering. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So who had the highest disposal efficiency for the club last year? 80.7%. Was it Newman? It was not. Was it McGovern? It was Mitch McGovern, yep. Yes. It was, yep. And Matthew Kennedy had the lowest at 64%. Which is actually which is actually not bad when you think about it. I uh one of the earlier interviews that I did, the the lowest one was I think at like 45% or 46% efficiency. Um so who led the club with 430 423 meters gained per game last year? That would be Sam Doherty. Yes. Yes. And, and Blake Akers was right behind him at 422. Yeah. yeah. On fire, yeah. Craig. Let's you, go. You are, yeah, you are. <laughs> now this this player should play game 100 of his Blues career in round zero this year. Mm-hmm. Sam Walsh. Yep. Yep. Notice I even got the round zero part right because they called that. They, they think they're calling it round Correct. zero this year instead of uh, round one. Orazio Fantasia could also be playing his 100th game. But not all for zero. the Blues. Not all for the Blues. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's – yeah he, and he should be playing about game 150 or 160 at this point in time. Yeah, he's been yep. so so dinged up during his career. Okay. Which original VFL club is the only one in which Carlton has a losing record against? Melbourne? Mm-mm. Geelong? <laughs> nope. They've been discussed tonight. Oh, Collingwood. Collingwood, yep. 120, yeah, 129 wins, four draws, and 131 losses. I forgot that they uh, got ahead of the ledger. Mm. <laughs> and you've defeated the mo- you defeated St. Kilda the most by a wide margin, 165 wins and 59 losses. Love to hear it. I feel like most of those <laughs> losses have come in the last 10 years. Love you, to hear it. There you go. Yeah, yeah. All right. This player had the highest... Average of one percenters for the club last year with 8.47. Cool. 
one percenters. Uh huh. I love this. I love this statistic. I just, I, I think every every sport should have this stat, and yeah. Yeah, even if you have to call it, you know, the do the right thing stat. Was it Alex Chincotta? It was not. It was Lewis Young. Really? Really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. You know, I just watched the Carlton Essendon game just to see, just to sort of humble myself and yeah. just see how bad it actually was. Uh, that's the and, last time we saw Lewis Young. <laughs> and and it was as bad as you thought it was? You know what? No, it wasn't. We were poor. We, mm-hmm. You know, execution wasn't there, but it wasn't like we didn't get enough shots on goal or anything like that. It just, we were so inefficient. Right. Okay, let's see here. Uh, oh, I, I don't know if I want to add. I, I, you know, I'm going to go ahead and ask you this one anyway. And yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if you'll get this one. This 13 game player was the oldest player to ever debut with the Blues in 2003. He played how many games? He played 13. And debuted in 2003. Yes, I, I don't I think that's played. a fair question to ask you. And I. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have, can you tell me if he was like a forward mid or, or defender? Yes, he was one of those. I honestly, <laughs> I don't, I would, ha- uh, let me. Uh... Debuted in 203. Let's see here. Uh... 14 games. That's tough. Let's see here. He was, oh, wow. That's an interesting picture. He was a defender. Now, um, I will tell you, he didn't, and I guess this is not, this is not a fair question to ask you. He did, and I did, I guess I didn't do my research on this. And this one really was not a fair question to ask you because he played 287 games with North Melbourne before he got to Carlton. Okay. Then I've got you. It's Mick Martin. It's Mick Martin. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that was not, that was, not, I did not research that question well enough there. So um, I'm going to, I'm not going to count that one against you. Okay. You and give the me last, a point for that one. I'm going to give you a point for that one. Yeah. I'm going to take a point away from myself. And I don't even, I don't even have points available to me. Okay. <laughs> Who was the last player to lead the club in goals kicked that was not named Charlie Kernow or Harry Mackay? That means 2020. Uh, Earlier than that. Earlier than that. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Was it Eddie Betts? Mm -mm. Levi Casbolt? Yep. Levi Uh, Casbolt, 2017. uh, 34 goals. This this is the period that I've just tried to erase from my memory. Sounds sounds like me as a Browns fan, where I I need to erase like twenty or nineteen ninety nine <laughs> through twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty, brother. Yeah, I literally feel exactly oh. that. <laughs> but hey, we're in the playoffs. We play tomorrow. Uh, the uh, for those of you who are listening. Uh, there's, you know, I, and a lot of you do listen to the the or watch the NFL. Um, 
the game that's being played tomorrow in Kansas City. Um, but between the uh, the Chiefs and the Dolphins, uh, the the low temperature tomorrow is expected to be. Well, that's in Fahrenheit too. Let me convert it to Celsius here. Um, and I and I can do it in my head, but let me. Uh, it is going to be a high tomorrow of negative fifteen Celsius and a low of negative twenty four with 30 kilometer an hour winds. Yeah, I'm staying home, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I I hadn't planned on watching that one, but I just want to watch it. First of all, I want to watch it to see whether or not Taylor Swift shows up because her her new boyfriend plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to see if she's going to show up and sit up in the uh the the box up there and see if they can keep the heat warm enough that her makeup won't melt off of her face. Um <laughs> A bit going on there, a bit of competitive streak in you, Craig. Love it. Oh yeah. Well, we we our team plays tomorrow in Houston, and it's indoors. So, yep. Okay. So, um, where can people find the Jumper Punch and Blue Abroad? So, where do they go? And uh, what's your web address there? Where can they follow you on your socials? Yeah, just Blue Abroad. Just go YouTube.com forward slash Blue Abroad. The Jumper Punch has its own channel. Um, is Tommy it, Enos it's, has it's his underneath, channel. it's underneath that then. So if you go to Sorry? Blue Abroad, if it's, un, if you go to Blue Abroad, you can access all of those right from that page then. Yeah. Well, if you go on to the Blue Abroad YouTube channel and you go mm -hmm. to playlists and then uh -huh. the Jumper Punch will be there as one of your playlists as one okay. of the shows. Terrific. Uh, you'll have the same for pretty much every type of video that we do. So yeah. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, sir. I hope you have a fantastic time in Thailand. I I hope you come home happy. Um, rested isn't the right word, but prepared, um, at ease, mentally, physically fit or fitter. Um, I just hope you have a heck of a great time, and you you know, you you meet some great people, and you have some great food while you're there, and you and you you. you you help to find your, your focus or your happy place, if you will. And then that sounds like a happy Gilmore thing that, you know, you know, grandma with the Gene Simmons mask is going to be rolling out here with a pitcher of beer on roller skates pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh now you've summarized it. Well, appreciate that, Craig. I'm looking forward to it, but you know, no, more importantly, I'm looking forward to just getting into another season and, and just covering yes. it. Well, and living it not just covering it, you know, yeah, really leaving it. Absolutely. Because, you know, you, you've got, you've got a club to be excited about. Um, and, and you should be happy about that because not everybody, not everybody's going to have that opportunity. Now I, I do think that there are, I think there maybe are only a handful of clubs that probably are not having a shot at playing finals this year maybe four or five, but I think you've got 13 clubs. I think that could play finals this year. Um, so it's gonna be a heck of a battle. Um, you know, so, you know, those it's double ups. Very, yeah. It's a are, very, are very rough for you. competitive league. Yeah, you know, you know, Collingwood GWS, Port Adelaide, you know, and heck, even the cats, you know, those are, those are tough double ups. And, and, you know, who knows if North Melbourne starts to make their move, 
I think it's going to be a better side this year. I don't know if it gets reflected in on the ladder yet, but I think it's going to be a better side than what uh, than what we've seen. I think that that's going to be a you know, of course you know they, the the league has given them the house and the moon and the stars and you know everything else, <laughs> but um, you know so they 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 ought to be better. But uh, yeah, I think they're going to. I think they're a couple years away from maybe being a final side. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. So. My guest has been Terry Degani, and uh, sir, it is always a pleasure to talk to you. You are a, a fantastic ambassador to the game. You've been a great friend to me on my journey with the podcast. You've been a great sounding board for me uh, when I've had questions and such, and 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 I can't thank you enough for that. Um, it's been it's been a heck of a lot of fun. It sounds like it's never going to happen again, but it's been it's been a great deal of fun so so far to chat with you about these things, and I look I look forward to this year. And uh, let the chips fall where they may. Let the chips fall where they may. No, it's, exactly. it's been a pleasure to be here as well, Craig. Thank you so much for you inviting bet. me on again. You bet. And, you know, I really do appreciate, I think the game appreciates what you give to it. Um, and for me to be able to sit on this side and see how many years now you've collected covering it as extensively as you have is, is a credit to you. So long may it continue, my friend. Go Blues. Hey, Terry, I appreciate that, man. Uh, I, I know you had to work to fit me into your schedule because you're getting ready to head out onto uh, vacation here pretty soon. I hope you have an absolutely awesome time. Uh, that's a place that I have never visited um, and uh, maybe someday. But I figure if I'm going to be going on vacations and going on trips, I'm probably going to put as much time as I can into going to uh, Australia. Okay, so... I appreciate you taking time to sit down and chat with me again, man. I And I hope your Blues have a great season. They sure as heck ought to because they got a hell of a lot of talent. Now, folks, remember, you can find everything related to my podcast over at my website, ayankonthefooty.com. I do hope you'll subscribe. I do hope you'll get on the mailing list. So that when new episodes come out, they'll be in your inbox within just a couple of minutes when they're released. Uh, if you'll enjoy the show, leave a review. That would be absolutely awesome. Give me a follow on my socials. Reach out to me. Send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to get your thoughts on things. Uh, if you think you'd be a great guest for the podcast, and guess what? I bet you will. So please uh, go ahead and reach out. I'd love to uh, to hear from you. And folks, look out for one another. Check up on your friends and family. My Siri on my computer jumped up and talked to me there for just a moment, so I apologize for that. Um, I appreciate the support, the kind words that I get from all of you. Uh, this is a a, a passion for me, a love, a love of the game, a, you know, a labor of love. And I, I've, I've kind of fallen in love with cricket as well. So I don't know if I need to revise my uh, logo and put a little cricket ball down in the corner there. Uh, we shall see. Maybe he puts a cricket bat on one shoulder, has the footy in the other one. We'll see. But folks, check up on your friends, reach out to them, make sure they're okay. Give them a call. If you need to talk to somebody, all those numbers are listed in my show notes in every single episode. And as always, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. And this has been episode 300 of A Yank on the Footy. Technically episode about 310. Uh, but in terms of the one that I've numbered, it's 300. Uh, don't forget you can reach me at Yank underscore on, on Twitter. Uh, Yank on the Footy podcast on Facebook. A Yank on the Footy on Instagram. A Yank on the Footy dot com. Yank on the Footy gmail dot com if you want to get in touch with me as well. You can leave me an email on my uh, website as well then, okay? Cheers, everybody. Until next time, bye-bye.